0: Hey friends, it's Mark James, just climbing in the car. Feeling a lot more positive today, despite despite how shitty a day it's been. I woke up this morning to the sound of rain, but then it went. And it said it was going to be clear for a few hours. So I decided to go and get a haircut because everything's back open. I went and got the haircut, but this is where things went wrong. There are two barbers currently working in the hairdressers that I go to. Well, two barbers working in the barbers. I suppose. Uh, Anyway, there's only one of them that cuts my hair. (coughs) The other one's never done it before and it's become a bit of a thing now. So when the guy who cuts my hair, um, RO his name is, by the time he's free, uh, sorry, if he's still working when the other guy finishes but someone's after me, the other guy just goes, yes please, to the next guy and if that person goes, is he waiting? He goes, yeah, but he waits for him. So he just knows that only this one fella cuts my hair. Anyway, Turned out that the guy who always does my hair, there's another fella who only has him cut his hair as well, but he's getting it, because it's been obviously weeks that it's been short. He's getting a beard trim, his nose waxed, his beard um, dyed, his hair dyed a little bit. I mean, he's having about 12 different things and it was like an hour and 10 minutes. So this other fella who never cuts my hair, he's done six haircuts in the time that I'm waiting for my fella. So I'm sat there forever. It was absolutely murder. And the whole time I sat there, um, I came out, it's absolutely pouring down now, snow and rain at the same time, in equal measure. So I got home, freezing cold, wet, I bought an umbrella, I bought Joshua some new school shoes, and um, I bought some toiletries and stuff, and I was a bit inspired, actually, to try and dye my beard. My beard is uh, very light, sort of gingerish. Gingerish, grey, bit of brown, you know, mixed colours. Not even salt and pepper. It's more like um, <laughs> it's more like five spice. It's more like uh, gingerbread crumbs. So um, I thought, well, maybe I'll get some dye. <coughs> if they sell, sorry, I seem to have picked up a little annoying cough because I've just been eating some biscuits. Anyway, um, I thought I'll get some dye for my beard if they sell beard dye. So I went to Boots. Boots is a uh, Chain that sells beauty products and medicines and stuff in the UK. So I went in there and they did, they had just for men beard dye. And I thought, well, maybe I'll give that a little go. And it comes with a little brush that you paint it on. Now I haven't done it yet because I didn't have long enough in the house, but I am going to do it today. I'm going to shave because my hair's all trimmed. So I'm going to shave my um, beard back to exactly where I want it to be. And then I'm going to have a little shower and then I'm going to apply the dye. And then I'm going to shower again to get the dye off and we'll see what it looks like. It might be great. You might not be able to tell. It might be terrific. But I was annoyed sitting in the barber all that time. Then these little scallies came in um, with their masks not on, probably with his nose sticking out. And then this little scallies mate comes in (laughs) and he goes, all right, Tom. And uh, Tom goes, all right, Steve. And then they start chatting. Tom goes, uh, I house, Steve, you got a new trackie, mate. No, he, have you, this is going to be confusing for all my American friends. So he was asking him if what he was wearing was a new tracksuit. And he went, yeah, mate, got a new trackie. Uh, and they just, they both stunk of cigarettes as well, like stale cigarettes, because they'd had one outside. And then the guy's girlfriend comes in. Anyway, I thought you weren't doing this till tomorrow. So there's like all this going on. I was furious. She comes in and sits in between them, um, and pulls out the rolling papers and stuff, and they basically turn into a little three-person factory, and they're knocking out rolled-up cigarettes. (laughs) I've never seen anything like it. The three of them just sitting there rolling cigarettes. It was disgusting. Um, But hey, who am I to judge? Hey, Who am I to judge these people? So I've had a bit of a, well, not a row at the school today, but I'm annoyed about something, and you can tell me if you think I'm wrong. But I was, I mean, you know how I feel about religion. And don't worry, Dave, this is not going to be offensive. This is just going to be asking for some opinion. So you can hang on in there. Um, I was brought up to be religious. I went to a religious school, a primary school. Then I went to a religious secondary school. I was an altar boy at church. And then when I was a bit old to be an altar boy, I was also uh, into music. And I played guitar. So then I started to play guitar in the church choir. So I had a very religious upbringing. That aside, I still ended up being atheist because that's just what makes sense to my brain. Now. That being said, Joshua goes to a non-religious school and getting him a non-religious school was not easy. I mean, right now I have to drive to pick him up from school, which is what I'm doing. And it takes at least 10 minutes, even though there are two religious schools a minute and a half's walk from my house. I mean, had he gone to one of them, our lives would have been infinitely easier. But we chose the school that was a complete ball ache to get to because it's a non-religious school. Having said that, they do, of course, do religious education, as do all schools. A couple of weeks ago, they learned about Diwali. um, And, you know, before that, they learned about Eid and all of these different things. They learn about different religions. However, at Christmas, not only are they, I mean, they're learning about Catholicism and Christianity all year. But I've just got the sheet that they're singing for the Christmas little assembly that they do. One of the songs is called God's Plan. One of the songs is about uh, Mary and Joseph. And as I said to his teacher this morning, surely this steps over the line of what is acceptable in a non-religious school. I mean, and she said, well, we do teach about all faiths. I said, yeah, but you don't sing songs about God having a plan. I mean, I don't remember a couple of weeks ago, Joshua coming home and saying, oh, I had to learn some Hindi today so we can sing songs about Diwali It just doesn't happen. And as happens in many Western schools, Western Judeo-Christianity takes precedence over everything else, even in places where it's not welcome, not wanted, and should not be. So why is my son being expected to sing about God's great plan when we went out of our way every day to get him to a school that is not supposed to put one religion above the others? This is my question. I raised this with one of the teachers today who subtly agreed with me, but, you know, was careful about uh, giving too much personal opinion, but definitely said that they agreed with what I was saying and they are of the same mind and that I should raise it with the higher up echelons. So that's what I'm intending to do. I asked a couple of the uh, dads in a dad's WhatsApp group and a couple of them agree. Most of them have either stayed on the fence or just couldn't be bothered to reply. That's fine as well. Frequently, there are conversations in that group that I don't get involved in, and I can see why a lot of people aren't really that bothered, but I am. And even if I wasn't involved in this, I do think something needs to be done. You know, there's the same thing in America, the separation of church and state, and yet kids still pledge allegiance to the flag, one nation under God. You know, God is still on the uh, bills and stuff. It's ridiculous, why does this shit have to happen? Sorry, Dave, that did overstep the bounds a little bit. <laughs> but I'm trying. I'm only human, aren't I? If you can't get forgiveness from a Catholic, who can you get it from? But anyway, so that's, that's what's annoying me today a little bit. Um, and I am going to email a headteacher or perhaps phone call, but I don't want it to become a row, and I need to really carefully think of my opinions. It comes to something when you're worried that the person, even if the people I have to speak to, even if they themselves are religious... I think if you're in charge of educational institutions, you should be able to take that out of the mix, because religion is both pervasive and habitual. Sometimes, you know, it's one thing that um, they're sort of. I, it shouldn't be part of the conversation. Even if the head teacher was, you know, married to a priest, if you're the head teacher, and I don't know what the situation is. Of course, I'm just uh, projecting. Even if that were the case, if you're the head teacher of a of a school that's supposed to be non-religious, then that shouldn't come into it. And I'm not saying that it does because I've never met this head teacher. They're new, and as far as I'm aware, they're excellent at the job. But um, I do need to have that conversation, not just for me, I think, but on behalf of the the whole system. It just shouldn't happen. I don't know. I mean, you tell me. You please tell me. Am I being a knob, or have I got right to complain? I mean, the way I think of it is, if it was a vegetarian school, I would still expect that they might learn about meat, but I wouldn't expect that they'd eat some of it every now and again, just because for the crack. You know, if you went to a vegetarian school, you would not be given meat to eat a couple of seasons a year. It's the same thing, right? We're talking about something that you have decided your child should not have based on the lack of belief system or belief system that you yourself have. I feel that that's the same thing, except eating a bit of meat is not, you know, it's harmful for the meat. (laughs) Oh, fuck me. You know what I mean, don't you? You know know me well enough by now. You know what I mean. I just care about stuff, sometimes too much. Um, But that's what's what's on my mind today. Um, I've been offered a gig, perhaps next year, that will involve me having to learn a bit of German. And uh, I'll finish by telling you this. I booked a gig in Germany years ago. I hope I haven't told you this story already, but I don't think that I have. If I have, then uh, it's going to be the end of the episode, so you can feel free to turn it off at any point. <clears throat> but um, I got booked into this gig out in Germany for the army, and I turned up there. They paid me already. I turned up. The guy picked me up at the airport, took me back to his house. He was a lovely fellow. Mark, his name was as well. Stayed with him and his family, sort of just off base but uh, in army owned accommodation and it was brilliant and i had his daughter's room for a couple of nights and uh, she stayed at a friend's i think oh, i'm not exactly sure they were very little the kids you know they stayed round at the friends with other military children uh, which is very kind of them and i bought the uh daughters two of them actually i bought them a gift to say thank you for letting me have their room but anyway i came to the gig on the night and it was a brilliant time i mean germany played england in the world cup and england got walloped 5-1 by germany And we were out in the town square watching it. Uh, I have mentioned this story because I remember when I got picked up by the AA guy, the AA guy had been one of the soldiers that I'd been out in Germany with at the time. And he was one of the six fellas that I was drinking with. And he told me that he'd met a magician before in these circumstances. And I had to say, fuck me, that was me. And it was mind blowing. I don't know if I expanded on the rest of the story. But essentially, when I turned up, I got introduced to the entertainment officer. And he said, oh, my God, have we paid you already? And I said, yeah. And he went, brilliant. Right. This is what we're going to do. Whatever you do, do not tell anybody that you're a magician or do any magic because I have forgot to put you in the program for entertainment. And I'd rather we pay you for doing nothing than I look like a dickhead in front of the boss. <laughs> So, drink as much as you like, eat as much as you like, but for fuck's sake, do not tell anybody you're a magician, and I went, alright, that'll be fine by me, so I went to Germany for a three-day holiday, got paid reasonably well, came home, absolutely class. Anyway, that, friends, is today's episode, keeping them under the 10-12 minute mark, look at that, did it again, let's be positive, I'm feeling a lot better today than I was, um, I still love you all, <laughs> Yeah, please, uh, once again, give that... Um, Give that special episode from the other day a share. I'm going to push this thing up the hill. Bye, friends.